0: The Holy Gospel, according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter, Jesus says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. That they may be seen by others. Truly, truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigured their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward, but when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not lay up treasures for yourselves on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also.
1: This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You are dust, and to dust you shall return. So spoke God to Adam, naked and afraid. With these somber words, a new reality is announced, no longer moving towards growth, towards being fruitful and multiplying. Mankind is on its course back to where it started, And it takes all creation with it. As grim as these words are, the church has continued to hear them year after year to begin the holy season of Lent. Because these words are quickly forgotten, because we become easily distracted by the things that pass away and hardly focused on things eternal. So Ash Wednesday is a yearly reality check on the fragility of our lives. But it is not a yearly occasion to make yourselves feel sad. Rather, today is an invitation towards something better. Today begins the movement to joy and the rescue from impending disappointment. To be sure, the ashes worn upon your heads are worn somberly. They remind and confess that your bodies really are decaying and that they will, sooner or later, return to dust. The ashes are the reality check that no diet, exercise, medicine, or procedure will reverse the effects of sin. But these same ashes are also worn joyfully. The ashes proclaim that your treasures lie elsewhere, that your hearts and hopes are stored safely with God. The ashes traced in the shape of the cross upon your baptized heads shows where your confidence lies. This is why Ash Wednesday is a movement towards joy. Today we begin our journey to the cross, the font of all heavenly treasures. As we move towards that cross, Jesus bids bids us to put off those things that distract and to focus on things important. Jesus rescues us from our delusions and the stress of earthly treasures and self-confidence. And through almsgiving, prayer, and fasting, Jesus teaches us about heavenly treasure. Almsgiving, prayer, and fasting all aid us on our Lenten journey. With these things, we are taught to live according to the reality confessed on our foreheads. So we start with almsgiving, those acts of mercy towards the needy. The practice of almsgiving helps us to regard our possessions the way the ashes help us regard our bodies. Our possessions will be gone someday, one way or another, and almsgiving helps us to live like it. By giving to the needy, you let go of some of your earthly treasure. In parting with what is earthly and perishing, there is heavenly treasure for you because showing mercy to those in need is to embody the love of God and to have your heart with God. Perhaps giving to the needy will make you a little less secure and a little needy yourselves. This, too, is good and a treasure. Our need drives us away from what disappoints and towards trust in God. Who will never fail us. With our lives entrusted to God, our anxieties fade and our joy abounds. And then there is prayer. Often our busy schedules prevent prayer, and even if we do pray, we have so much on our minds that it's hard to focus. But if we never pray, we deprive ourselves of so many heavenly treasures. For the sake of things ultimately insignificant. Prayer is a remedy for the mind enslaved to earthly treasures. Daily prayer is to daily depend on God. To pray is to confess and be relieved that it all doesn't depend on you. And the anxieties that distract you from prayer are the perfect things you can begin praying about. Yes, prayer is hard, so Jesus teaches us to pray the Lord's Prayer. And praying the Lord's Prayer each day this Lent is a sure way to reorient ourselves to God and store up heavenly treasures. And finally, there is fasting. Like prayer, fasting is often neglected. No one likes to feel hungry. But fasting is a way to feel what the ashes on your forehead signify. When you miss meals, you feel the fragility of life. You feel how weak you really are. And in that weakness, you pray to God. And you put your hearts and your bodies where they are safe and sound with your Father in heaven. So today, we begin our Lenten journey. Faced with our fragility, we do not hide it. We confess it and follow our Lord. Today, we begin to put off earthly treasures. Today, we follow Christ towards heavenly treasure through acts of love, through prayer, and through fasting. Today we press on towards things that never perish, towards the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our greatest treasure which never fades and never can be taken away from us. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.